You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great and clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hardworking hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. Good to go. So, this is the intro, guys. So, we forgot to roll on the wide one. So, here we go. Part two. (laughs) We're still figuring this out. Um, Yeah, so it's been a week since the first podcast, and I was so nervous for it to come out and people to watch it. And I think maybe 50 people have seen it, and they're all our friends and our parents. (laughs) Mom loves it. Good good news, Dad loves it. Shocking. Because our biggest fans. Yeah. Our mom's been asking for this podcast every single day since she saw like the picture of us doing it on Instagram. So at least we have one dedicated fan out there. Shout out Jan. Shout out. I know we quizzed our friends about what we said in the first podcast. And actually shocking. Some of them watched the whole thing, which is crazy because it was like an hour and 20 minutes long. A couple people did, yeah. Also, I just realized, should we address the fact that we're wearing the same outfit? Oh, I didn't even know you were going to wear that, did I? Shut (laughs) up. So well, Jackie, the guest who's coming on works at, well, worked at Roberta's for, I think, like six years. Right. So we just wanted to pay homage to Roberta's and Jackie. Yeah, exactly. And try and be cool. Um, I hope and she so wears the same one. Yeah. Could you imagine if she walked in wearing <laughs> the same shirt? Perfect. <laughs> so, and then, so Roberta's was like an iconic, legendary pizza spot that originated in Bushwick. Yeah. But now it's like a national restaurant. Yes. And they sell it in grocery stores for like, $20 a pizza, which is insane for a frozen I pizza, know. but it is delicious. Yeah. And so where's all the Roberta's? There's one in LA. There's one in Japan. I'm pretty sure. Really? I think so. That's we'll crazy. We'll have to ask Jackie and get a full scoop. Well, there's a few there's in New one York. One in Williamsburg. One in Williamsburg. Yeah. I don't know how many there is. I guess we yeah. should just ask her, but, but the original's right down the street, right down the street. And they have mm. different, like one of the cool things they do is they have a bunch of different artists come in and design different t-shirts. They always have the best merch game. The best merch. If We're you're ever looking for good merch. Go to Roberta's in Bushwick if you're visiting. I always get it as, like, gifts for friends and stuff. I know. We're going to have to ask Jackie what her favorite merch is in Bushwick. I True. guarantee you so she, says, she says Roberta's. I mean, one-on-one has good merch, too, but we it's do. hard competition. It is. Um, All right, should we jump into some rapid-fire questions? Yeah, let's jump like into Jackie's some. Jackie's going to roll in any <laughs> Let's keep going on some we got ten food minutes. news hot takes. All right. We, got some, we actually have a, a segment. A we have a segment. segment. It's like a real show. Oh, God. Abby, one of our producers who's off camera, is going to ask us or give us some hot takes, food news topics, and we're going to react. Boy, look at that thing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That thing's like halfway done. What we got? Got. All right, guys, we're going to do an agree or disagree. DoorDash DoorDash has shared that customers that don't tip will receive longer wait times for their food. Agree or disagree? This is actually an interesting topic tipping on delivery. So. Yes, I definitely think you should tip on delivery. But something that I've always wondered is, like, if you order from a place, let's say you're ordering from Taco Bell, and you order a bunch of food, but it's, like, $20. Yeah. And then let's say you order from a place that's, like, really expensive, but just, like, the same amount of food. But because the restaurant's expensive, the tip is, like, way more. So do you tip always just 20%, or do you have, like, a baseline of, like, six to eight dollars that you tip on delivery uh 
I don't know. I mean, because if you're ordering sushi, that tip could be like twenty dollars. Versus if you're ordering Taco Bell, the tip could be like five dollars on delivery. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you also take it in consideration like if it's a rainy day, if you're ordering True. from somewhere far away, True. like yeah. uh, you know, I think there is just sort of like. It's not necessarily percentage based, but you kind of know what's appropriate. And like right. you gotta take care of the people who are like giving you your food, you know? Fully. Um, it's just interesting how it's based on the price of the food when the delivery right. serv- service is like usually the same. Well, that's how I feel about when I order drinks. It's like, True. I'll tip on a percentage base if it's like, I mean, if it's somewhere that I know and everyone know everyone working, like obviously you're gonna pick right. them up. Like, but like, yeah, if you go somewhere and you order two drinks, right. and they're like $18 a piece cocktails, like, are you gonna tip? 20% of that? Are you going to give them, like, a couple bucks per drink? Right. It's an interesting thought. Like, yeah. if you order a beer at this bar, the tip is going to be lower than if you order, like, a $15 beer in the city. Right. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I mean you got to tip well. That's I one know. thing we know from, like, having service industry friends, no matter what. But, like, right. sometimes you're not going to go, you know. I mean, I don't know. 20% yeah. on a $40 tab that's two drinks. You're looking at an $8 tip for two drinks. Seems like a lot, but. I mean, at a bar, I, I feel like I just, I'll always tip 20% at a bar. But, like. The delivery thing has always made me ponder, yeah, but I'll true. always just tip a lot for that too because I don't want to be a shitty yeah. person. I think the message is just always over tip and like if you're yeah. going to order delivery, you're going to order delivery. I mean, the thing with delivery that just sucks is there's a lot of restaurants make it more expensive a little bit for delivery because the Uber Eats and all these places will take true. like a big percent of the sale. Right. So you have like the upcharge, which is like not even really necessarily listed always. Then you have a the service, service charge. Fee, yeah. And then you have the taxes, then you have the tips. So now like your Taco Bell order, you're like, how is it thirty five dollars <laughs> yeah. for a couple of tacos? Like that's how it gets there. Delivery yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah delivery, delivery fee. fee. Right. The delivery fee. It's it is there's a lot of charges for it. You yeah, know, so it is, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> the longer wait time for not tipping. I mean, I kind of get that. Like you should be tipping. I just yeah. don't know like I guess if they're going to base it on, like, how much you tip or just if you tip yeah. at all. It would be crazy to not tip at all. Like, well, yeah, obviously, yeah. they deserve something yeah. for the service. But I get it. I get why they would make you wait longer if you're not tipping. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just the, f- it's the market, right. basically. Like, you right. know, um, if you don't want to tip, then, like, maybe go get the food yourself, right. I guess. Yeah. True. <laughs> all right, what else we got? I agree, tip. Yeah. I guess so, I agree. Yeah, like, you should tip, and if you're not tipping, you got to wait a little longer. Yeah. We found from some random article, probably from BuzzFeed or something, your sandwich equivalent to your sign. Okay. So basically, this is also going to be agree or disagree. Um, does your sandwich that matches up with your sign represent you? Max, you're a Libra, so yeah. your sandwich is banh mi. I will say a banh mi is probably one of my favorite sandwiches. I love a banh mi. That's yeah. a great one. I hate astrological stuff because, like, I don't want to believe in it, but for some reason it always ends up working, and I'm yeah. like, this is bullshit, dude. Like, I just get pissed that it actually is accurate. Yeah. I'm like, I don't buy it, but I why is it so right? Yeah. yeah. For me, at least. So that does add up. I don't know. What's Julia's? Julia is a Pisces, so her sandwich equivalent is a tuna melt panini. That's something you like, too, dude. <laughs> and I don't really like tuna melts that much. So Damn, like that, that one is made so sense. accurate. Yeah. I love a tuna melt. Wow. Tuna okay. is like my go-to sandwich, I would say. That's so pretty good. That was good. <laughs> Dang. Okay. I don't know. Do you, you don't have the other sandwich, do you? I don't know everyone in this room. Yeah. Real quick, what's a Taurus sandwich? You got that list right there? What list sponsors this? Peanut butter and jelly. <gasps> He's vegetarian. That's I mean, true, like, but it's a vegetarian sandwich. I've actually never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich still. That's insane. I was allergic to peanut butter as a kid. Now I'm not. Eat that shit. I <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so why don't you just eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? 
I just never had both of the same. You just are doing that because you <laughs> want to say that you've never had, never had butter and jelly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's why, that's why you want to try one because you just want to say that. What was the last time you had one? I don't know, probably like last year. That's <laughs> too much. All right, next question. <laughs> what else have we got? What, what restaurants do you think should get a Michelin star? This year, and which ones do you think should get a star taken away? OMG, pizza and Bushwick <laughs> chicken and Michelin star for the best chicken nuggets of all time. <laughs> and Monster No, um, I love you, OMG, but no Michelin star. You no know chicken and Michelin star, or at least a babe, Commodore in Williamsburg. Oh. Just for straight consistency and quality. True. Like, they, con- they do consistently have the best fried chicken platter that yes. I've had in Brooklyn. And, like, because the, there's the... There's the stars, like one, two, and three, and then there's like the bib and the plate, right? right? So like, you could be like a like a a little cart like on the side of the road and get like a bib or True. something. Like they deserve one of those because like they're consistently on always point. good. Some of the best fried chicken in fried chicken, in the Williams nachos and the frozen mojito. Frozen mojito is next level there. Insane. What else? Where do you think should get a a star? I think. I mean, I haven't. I feel like I've eaten more in Brooklyn than I had like than I have in Manhattan, but. Yeah. I think, biased. yeah, I think that Evol, I think is how you say it, yep. E-Y-V-A-L, it's a new, I think it might be, is it, um, it's not Israeli, is it? It's Iranian. Oh, it's Iranian? Oh, God. I so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, oh, it's Persian. Persian. Is that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> I was right, I was right. So, yeah, this restaurant Evolve. I think that's how you say it. It's a Persian restaurant in it's really Bushwick. Good. It's Lamb so good. Yeah. yeah. That's like a Michelin restaurant for yeah. sure. And it's unique. Like, it's one of those places that you don't want to tell people about because it hasn't, like... Yeah, so let's put it in the podcast and talk I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is really busy all the time, yeah. but it's, like... It's not like it's, like, blown up on TikTok where there's a line out the door every single day. But right. it is, like, always busy. It is. It's, um, it's only... It's got sort of limited hours, I'll say. Yeah. It's to get in there. True. Um, but everything there is good. Like, if you like labna and, like, dips yeah. and yogurts, oh, my God, it's, it's unreal. What else? Who should lose a Michelin star? Who has a Michelin star that is, like, controversial? Well, wait, why don't you tell them about Asuka? Asuka. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I went to, there's only, from my knowledge, there's only two two-star Michelin restaurants in Brooklyn. One of them is actually in Roberta's, where Jackie works. Oh, yeah, true. Called Blanca. But Blanca's been closed for a while. I'm not sure if they're reopened yet. So, I mean, I haven't been there. But I did go with my buddy Steve because we were, like, sitting outside <laughs> of this bar just hammered one time. And we were like, you know what? We both love good food <laughs> so much. <laughs> Why don't we make a reservation? <laughs> so we went, made a reservation for Asuka. And uh, it cost $500 a person to make that reservation. <laughs> and I was like. Just to make the reservation? Yeah. You well, oh. that's how much the whole, like, that's yeah. the whole thing. Um, but it's it, a tasting it's menu, and like we, the next day I was like, that's kind of a lot of money. Actually. Damn. But like Steve's one of my close friends. You know, we see each other every day, so it was really yeah. nice to do that with him, and it was epic. Like it's Norwegian, right? It's Norwegian, which is so interesting because in my mind, I mean, no hate to Norway, I have very close Norwegian friends, but I feel like Scandinavia is known for having like kind of bland food. You sometimes. Know, like the fiskebola. <laughs> The can of fish balls. <laughs> Not my uh, favorite, but I mean, you said it was incredible. Like it was all incredible, the food, yeah. yeah. It, it was amazing. I mean, it was like. And was it mostly seafood or no? No, it was like all kinds of stuff. Oh. Like at the very end, Steve ate this cookie, and he like a little tear came out of his eye. He's like, "This <laughs> reminds me of Christmas with my family," and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I, you know what? Like, I get it. Like, I'm right there with you. It was so good." 
that's like <laughs> that movie, The Menu. I like, know. It's like it's supposed like to like that. transport you to a, an experience or it, a place. It was really good and it was really fun. They treated us really well. Like the Somalia was like from Bushwick. So yeah, she was cool. And I don't know. We were, we walked out of there full and tipsy. And we I feel like you were in a like true like food coma when I saw you after that. Yeah, we went to like a birthday party and everyone was like, "What's going on?" And I was just sitting on the bench. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I were like, time to go home early. Oh my god! We had a gr- I mean, yeah. Oh, there oh she is. there's Jackie. What up? Hi. Hey. What's going What's on? Up? What's going on? Oh, like shirts? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get them? <laughs> Let's go. Ready? Set. All right, all right. We're here with Jackie Carnese, uh, <laughs> another friend from the neighborhood, and a longtime Roberta's employee. Also worked at. Many amazing restaurants and list them. <laughs> what? Say, oh, list say them. them. <laughs> list them. I was gonna write them all down, but then I was like, Yeah, I no, that's do okay. a whole hour long podcast of you right before this. Oh my god, the bagel Wait, one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So I was like, I didn't did know them homework. all moments ago, but now homework. I forgot all of them. That's okay. Yeah. Wait, which was the bagel one? Why did you tell me about this? I mean, I just wanted to be prepared, you know. Julia's kind of oh slacking. God. We got pages and pages of notes. I wanted here. to make you look bad. Uh, <laughs> I, wrote down, I wrote down my own questions, and then Max was like, a report about you. I was like, wait, there's not going to be time for both. Trying to be prepared, that's all. Okay. All right, so Roberta's for a long time, Nara now, and then some exciting upcoming things in the future, which Julia doesn't know about still, Ooh. so I kept that a secret. Max, yesterday... Um, text me and he was like, oh, I have tea. And I was like, what is it? He's like, save it for the pod. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear what it is. We'll get to that later. Okay. But so I kind of wanted to like talk, like have this podcast be a little bit about like how it is to come from like another state to New York City to like being just working like your way up into basically having your own restaurant that's like doing well, successful, like critically acclaimed. Um, so like, why don't we start a little bit from the beginning? Like you're from Texas, right? Yeah. Brownsville? Yeah, yeah, Brownsville. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She Called said she's so caught off guard. <laughs> what? Don't worry about I'm it. just listening. No, you <laughs> look. You're like, how do you know that? I know. <laughs> you look like so shocked. I'm like, oh, I'm shit. just interested. Like, I feel like I'm following along too. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I misread. Okay, so like, what was the first step into like food, the food world? Um, I cooked a lot, a lot with my mom. Um, yeah. so and she was a pretty adventurous cook. Like, um. You know, it was just like was always experimenting with new ingredients, like whether we liked it or not. Yeah. And most of the time, it was really good, and sometimes it wasn't. But were well, you eating well, a lot of like Tex-Mex down there? Or no, no. Okay, so I didn't really even know what Tex-Mex was. Mm. Like that's that sounds so ignorant. Well, you were I didn't very really s- very south, very right? south. Yeah. yeah. So it was like the idea of Tex-Mex just didn't exist. It was just Mex. It Got was it. just Mexican food. Just yeah. Mex. Just Mex. <laughs> Strictly Mex. Yeah. Purely Mex. And then. When I went to college in Austin, everyone's like, have you tried queso? And oh I was my like, God. I was like, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and um, yeah, and like, uh, admittedly, Tex-Mex is like not my favorite cuisine. You don't um, like a sizzling fajita platter? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Be real. Yeah. Everyone loves a sizzling yeah. fajita platter. Also, we were just having this discussion at work the other day. Is queso fondue? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. Technically. Yeah. So right? Uh, we're on the same page though. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's a lot of mechs and then but you're Italian. Yeah. So was there ever like a fusion of like I mean I know people hate the word fusion, but like I love the word fusion. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. actually. Yeah, no, we're taking it back. Yeah. All we're right. taking it back, you guys baby. Me to the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. To the nineties. Well, I feel like it I mean, you know better than me, but I feel like there was a lot of fusion food and then it got became kind of like people didn't like it as much and now it's like almost coming back i feel like i i think mm, i might disagree in that i think people are really excited about s- like celebrating um like more pure versions of their own cultures yeah you know like if you look at bonnie's i mean obviously yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not like totally traditional but um you wouldn't so call it fusion by no, any right. means right yeah. or um i don't know i think like i think people are like it's like a really good time for people to be celebrating their roots yeah yeah and then um and then there's and then there's people like me who just um <laughs> are doing a bunch of bullshit just do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool i mean it's a lot of good stuff also um, neuro where you're at could almost be considered fusion it's sort of is it would you say it's like indian i would American? say it's fusion yeah yeah well, what what's it fusing? um it's Indian and Mexican primarily. There's definitely some like um, like Turkish ingredients used, um, but mostly Indian and Mexican. Yeah, yeah that's okay. it's so good. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, let's um, start, let's reel it back to Texas. So yeah. You, so your mom was cooking a lot and using a lot of like experimental ingredients, and then. So you said you went to college in Austin. Yep. And then what did you go to college for? I was um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I started out doing psychology. A classic. That's what my sister was doing. I was like, whatever, yeah. sure, that yeah. sounds good. And then, um, and then halfway through, I was like, oh shit, I really love cooking. I like, was cooking for all of my friends, doing like uh, ricotta and spinach stuffed chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like at the beginning, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. And and I was like. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> this shit, easy. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I was like, mom, I'm gonna drop out of college. I want to go to culinary school. She was like, the fuck you are. Yeah. Like you're staying in college. Really? So yeah. Oh my gosh. So at that point, I switched my degree to business admin, um, which I hated. I really, really, really despise math. I'm bad at yeah. it. Don't don't ask me any choice. math questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did finance and, you know, like all of those classes and accounting, which was terrible. Yeah. Um, but got through it, then went to culinary school. And then um, while I was in culinary school, I went to the CIA in Napa. And they do this thing called an externship where you leave school, you do like whatever, like an internship, yeah. a temporary internship. Sorry, a temporary internship. Yeah. Um, like, at the restaurant of your choosing. So I was like, you know what? I don't ever want to live in New York. But, so like, oh my being, God. Yeah. Here but like, being here for, you know, eight months or yeah. whatever it was, I was like, that's a good – I can say I right. did it. I yeah. can experience it and then, like, go live somewhere hot because that's where I, w- I want to be somewhere hot. Yeah. Right. And um, and then I, I – and, you know, 11 years later, it's like <laughs> – Oh my god! <laughs> it's hard to leave. Yeah, it's really hard. Eight months it is, is about hard. the time too when you start to like finally feel like you're a little bit more comfortable. It takes a little bit of time to get used to the right New York. Oh way no, I I think out of the last eleven years, I probably hated it for ten. Really? Yeah. You just got to having a good time. I just got there. <laughs> what? Why did you leave so long? Ago? Because mean. because. 
the culinary scene is too good. Yeah. yeah. Real, where would you go if you went somewhere else? That's the thing. Where I know. would yeah. I go? That's always the hardest question. It's like New York, even when you're exhausted of it, it's hard to imagine living somewhere else. It's hard to beat. You yeah. Know? It's like that thing, like New York, New York or nowhere, but it's because like there isn't like, it's not because there's, yeah. there's just nowhere else. I know. Well, it does feel like a real mix of food here. It's like you go to France and they're so into like the French culture. And like there's different kinds of food everywhere. You know what I right. mean? Like. But you do go to Germany, it's very German. You go to, like, Italy, it's very Italian. But here, it's, like, everything is sort of here, you know? Like, all, it's a mix, it's a melting pot. Well, I was considering Houston for the last um, few years because my family's there. Um, Austin's, like, kind of out of the question. Sick of breakfast tacos? Nah, it's just not, you know, it's just, like, really, like, the infrastructure can't uphold like the amount of people that there it's are changed sure. a lot yeah. like I, it it's is a new san francisco exactly right yeah yeah and um thanks elon musk and joe rogan yeah <laughs> well we're the new joe rogan my heroes yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but you know ev- like houston texas is on fire in general yeah. politically yeah. literally yeah. right and then they're like having the worst winters ever right and i was like well actually new york is like kind of warming up <laughs> it's getting better it's getting here. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be the next Miami, right? Yeah, oh my god! So the la- this last year, you think you finally are starting to enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think probably like since I well, started Nura. at Nura. Yeah. 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 That was a big game changer. Right, so well, where, was your culinary school experience? Is that in? Was it in like classic French technique or no? Everything? It's like everything. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So then when you did your like internship or whatever in new york where where was it oh my god i love this question i love this question (laughs) because i hate this question i'm nervous okay so i'm a at least i was a big procrastinator please don't note that i was 10 minutes late (laughs) but uh (laughs) just don't say it on the phone yeah Yeah, perfect i i felt that yeah yeah um so i procrastinated and i ended up at this this like club strong in uh, Tribeca. Oh, you were at the club every night. I was like literally meatpacking. Meat yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was called Abe and Arthur's, and um, like coincidentally, the two chefs I was working under there had like left their like big fancy beautiful restaurants um, for various reasons, and had gone there for a paycheck. Yeah. Um, Two extremely talented chefs that Whoa. like, uh, yeah. So one was Chris Chipolone, who has a Michelin starred yeah. restaurant in Williamsburg, oh, Francie. Oh, oh my yeah. god, restaurants. Yeah. And then the other one is this guy Vincent Petrillos, who is, um, oh my god, I think he's in Charlotte now, but he's also extremely, extremely talented. Yeah. Has like run some amazing restaurants, and those were my two bosses. That's wild. It was really wild. It was like right time right place kind of thing so what were your hours if you were wait so a were lot. you like literally like 18 hours a day oh God, dude. and were <laughs> you just like literally like having to make food at like 3 a.m like what was the like were they serving all night no they didn't serve all night okay. i think we are usually out of there by like 2 30 wow that's still wild what was the menu yeah. like was it oh was it was like I'm so glad you asked. It was like tuna tartar tacos, yeah. like the little ones. Yeah. yeah. And $50 like for three little tacos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um and beet and goat cheese salad, like yeah. that kind of thing. But oh I took that gosh. shit serious. I'm Good. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did those chefs help you like really learn how it was to be, you know, like did they help you out and not like 
Was it that sort of like aggressive chef kitchen or were they like cool with you? No. Like, were they teaching you, like mentoring you? Both. Yeah. Um, both. I mean, I worked really long hours there. I mean, you know, for an internship, externship, you typically like you only have to work 40 hours a week. I was definitely working more than that. Yeah. Um, and uh, but they put they like they had me do everything. They had me like learn how to butcher with the, oh, that's cool. you know, the butchers and the, you know, um, the fish guys and, like, work prep shifts. And, like, I did everything from, like, you know, top to bottom. Yeah. Um, and it was really hard, but it was great and super fun, and we partied super hard. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a wild industry. Working in the club and the meatpacking yeah. industry is, must be nuts. Yeah. All right, so how long were you there? And then what was the next move? So I was there for eight months. I moved out here with my one of my best friends, Ryoko, who's the head chef at Marlowe and Diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, and then we, and then we, <laughs> so then you go back and you finish school. Yeah. Oh. Um, so we went, we graduated, and then we moved back out here together. And I can't imagine going from spending like eight months working in a club in New York, going back to Napa. <laughs> yeah, it was, was <laughs> like wildly different. It was quiet. Yeah. It was quiet. <laughs> Um, and then we, I, wor- I started at this place called Empeon Cocina, uh, working with Alex Stupak and, um, was there for a year. That's where I worked with Ham oh, and yeah. Shout yeah. Out Ham and Sola. Yeah. <laughs> <Dream team>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. TM. Um, yeah. And worked there for a year, worked at this place in Soho called Little Prince for a year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that place sucked. It was the chef I was working with was super talented. Yeah. This guy, Matt Conroy, who has a restaurant in um, DC now, Utechi. I think mm. that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> no idea. Um, anyways, <laughs> it's a yeah. French spot. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, and then after that, I went to Roberta's mm, and right. I was there for an eternity. So were you ever, I always, I, we have a few friends who are chefs. Uh, like Jimmy and you know who like sure. working work high end restaurants. Yeah, and it just sounds. I mean, I think everyone knows this. Like, it just sounds so grueling. Just like the schedule, just the whole like environment. Like you're staying up late, but you also have to wake up early, and like you're on your feet all day. Was there ever any point where you were like, I like don't know if I can do this, or the whole time where you like, no, this is like what I meant to do. Let's see. I think it was when I was at Little Prince, which like I had gone there because I really. Like, I was, like, itching to help create a menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and that w- it was a smaller restaurant, a smaller team, and um, so that felt like an opportunity to do that. I mean, I was working, like, you know, at le- like, 75 hours a week. I had three days off a month for a full year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is and, wild. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I was just parting my ass off on top of it. Yeah. That's how you keep going, I guess. Yeah, I was like, God, I'm on so much Adderall right now. I guess we should go out. Like, this podcast is sponsored theme. by Adderall. <laughs> Dude, my, my 20s were sponsored by Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> but RIP, RIP to that girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not 
Now she's getting up at 6.30 and going to the I gym. Know. <laughs> I, know. I was also going to the gym at that point. I was a yeah. maniac. You're a gym yeah. rat. I was uh. running like six miles, like Damn. four times a week. Do you week. surf also? You're kind of a beast I did in high school. I did in high school a little yeah. bit, but I was never very good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so um, you were there. What was the okay. question? <laughs> so, so you're Roberta's. Sounds like you like creating menus. What goes into creating a menu? Like, what, 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 what does it take for, like, one thing to get on the menu? Like, you know what I mean? Like, wait, wait, wait. I want to answer your question. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Which one? Um, yeah. There was a point uh, oh. where I oh, yeah, literally yeah, yeah. thought I couldn't do it anymore. Right. I, like, went home for a week. I had, like, burned my arm really bad that Oof. year. I, I don't know. Whatever. That's kind of a side note. But... I, I was just exhausted. Yeah. Exhausted. Uh, even if I hadn't been, like, partying my ass off, like, I think I would have felt similarly. And I remember sitting at um, my birthday dinner with my family, and I just started, like, crying. I was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> it felt like like a Jesse Spano yeah. moment, you know? Totally. And, um, and I remember my older sister being like, the fuck is wrong with you? Oh like, 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 it can't be that bad. What like, was she doing? Well, she, I mean, one, she's, like, uh, per- perfect, yeah. you know, perfect human yeah. that, like, uh, always is always, like, taking care of herself. And, right. you know, she's an older sister. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, but I'm, I'm sure she was just, like, this is my you know, slack off little sister that like has never really committed herself to anything. And she's just bitching because she probably has a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like over here just like falling <laughs> apart. Oh like, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that just seems like the mm-hmm. h- like so hard, that whole schedule. Yeah. I just can't imagine. But well, it was really isolating too, yeah. because like I was, you know, in New York and like wanted to date. And, yeah. like, at one point I was dating this guy who is really wonderful, um, but I could just never – I never saw him. Right. Yeah, and so then crazy. I ended up hanging out with, like, losers that were up at 3 o'clock right. in the morning. Yeah, welcome to Bushwick. Including <laughs> myself. <laughs> hey. Cheers. Cheers to us. Hey, to us. <laughs> this podcast, by the way, is borderline just about drinking. <laughs> it's got one edge. So you're like having a breakdown a right. little bit. Yeah. So back to the breakdown. Back yeah. To the breakdown. So how old are you at this point? Like 26? Okay. That's standard breakdown time. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we all go th- kind of yeah. through that that time. So, so unless it lasts a little longer. Ew, me? <laughs> me. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, still having a crisis. Yeah. So, so you bounce back though. But it sounds like that you were really at least able to flex like a creative muscle instead of just, like, having to grind on, like, someone else's, like, menu. You got to, like, design, like, add things to the menu and, like, kind of create your own. Um, but, yeah, you had an interesting question, like, what does go into that? Is it just kind of, like, trust from someone that you're working with or the restaurant or, like? Into what? The, what? Well, say, like, in a place like Roberta's, right? So, like, Roberta's is, is pizza, but then inside it's got this, like, pretty, like, amazing refined menu that's always changing. And, like, yeah. I got to imagine there's new things that go on that menu all, all the time. Like, what does it take? to get just one thing on the menu? Like, how do you, who has to approve it? Like, what goes into it, the research? Well, it just, it just uh, depends on the restaurant. A lot of, there are a lot of different processes for different restaurants, right? right? But for Roberta's, um, it really did take me a while to figure out what it was that made a dish Roberta's. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, and like trying to trying to think through the lens of of Carlo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
what, what would Carlo do differently? What would Carlo put on this dish? And like um, referencing a pantry of ingredients that is indicative of Robert, the Roberta's menu. So like white balsamic and black pepper and bonito flakes and whatever. Right. So you think about their kind of staple ingredients and their flavor profiles. Right. And, and how did you end up there? Was it someone like brought you on or you wanted to work there? Um, I actually did a really short stint after Little Prince at um, this place called Back 40 West. What's that? It's like one, it's like considered the, it doesn't exist. It's a, it's a dig in now. Uh, no. <laughs> oh my God. A dig. <laughs> dig. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, oh, is it? It's oh, just dig. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I was I was going to say, I was at Dig In. Yeah. <laughs> I was at Back 40 West literally for like four months. It was it was considered like one of the first um, farm-to-table restaurants. Um, mm-hmm. Peter Hoffman was a chef, and, um, he, you know, he, he's really credited for a big part of that, um, at least in New York. But uh, it wasn't the right place for me. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the guy I was dating at the time, um, told me that Roberta's was hiring and, uh, yeah, I was like, there's no fucking way they're going to hire me. There's no way or like, it's way too cool and I'm not talented enough. And then, and then they did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How did you apply? Did you just like, like go in? Did you know somebody sent a resume? 10 years ago. (laughs) I know it's, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild how, how long it has been around. So so that would have been like 2012 or something. Sorry, it was like that was like 2015. Okay, when I still yeah when yeah. I applied. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is open? Like 2012 or something? 20, 2011. I know that answer. I you do? No, no, I don't. Oh, know. you don't. Yeah, 2009. Right. Maybe. Yeah. It's been around for a while. Roberta's for anyone who's listening to this who doesn't know is sort of like this staple pizza spot that's been around. In Bushwick for a while, and I don't know a I number mean, of years. A number of years. Hard to like say. No one can really say for sure yeah. how long it's been open. Oh, January okay. 2008. There we go. Yeah. Okay, um, but it's a great spot, and like it's it like yeah, it's cool to talk to somebody who's been in the kitchen for so long because it's such a staple in our world a little bit. Um, yeah, and it's still cool, like despite the fact that like it. There's like tourists that go there, and so it's still fun to hang out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's got a good true. vibe. Yeah, they've kept it going for a long time. Um, How was it working there? That must have been like a little bit awesome. of a party scene. It was yeah. fucking awesome yeah. and yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the best and worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> In what way was it like the best and then the worst? Um, I mean, it was the best, and that it was just like such a central location for meeting like powerhouse chefs like yeah. super talented chefs that were all alcoholics yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right that's, I mean, that's actually yeah. a pretty general statement about chefs but yeah. like maybe, maybe like a little bit more aggressively so yeah. 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 yeah and then just for my own curiosity so was Blanca open the whole time or was that like after that was after it started out literally as like a table or a couple of tables inside Roberta's that they would do a tasting menu at out of the back kitchen. Uh, The back kitchen being like where they produce all the food that is not pizza. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's literally in the back of the restaurant. Right. It's a shitty little rat hole. Right. So I spent so many (laughs) beloved years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Blanca, like again, for anyone who's just listening to this is this restaurant basically in the back of Roberta's and this sort of like side 
like it's like in the middle of where the storage is. I feel like or something. They have this kitchen that's mm. that has it has two Michelin stars, right? Am I wrong in that? It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it's right. just gone. <laughs> okay, all right, people. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it it had two Michelin stars, um, but yeah, it it is in that tucked away in the back of the garden. That is was that a it's just so crazy that a restaurant that wasn't even like was started just as a tasting menu all of a sudden had two michelin stars i yeah. mean i'm sure it wasn't all of a sudden but like that's pretty amazing do you know yeah. how they get those stars like how, do you know how people get michelin stars in general like is it just like sort of is this secret? a trick question no <laughs> the guide comes I mean, out is today it, is it just like you, you really probably know that like I you really know. just don't know yeah. right like somebody just shows up and eventually just makes a list you know that kind of thing used to be really important to me and yeah. like especially at the beginning of my, my career i was like oh my God, I've got to work at a Michelin-starred restaurant. Right. I've got to make tweezer food. I've got to yeah. do that. Yeah. And then I just realized, like, I don't... Over it. Yeah, I don't Fully. care about yeah, that. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I almost never even, like, want to eat that food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. food, like, um, because a lot of times it's so overwhelming and, you know, just, like, you leave and you're like, God damn, I'm hungry and I spend a lot of money. And, yeah. like, some people do it so well. Like like I said, Francie I, and Blanca yeah. was, like, such a great example yeah. of people of a restaurant that did it so well. Yeah. Um. But a lot of the times, I just find I'm like just like uncomfortable. I get in there and I'm like, I don't feel like I, I like I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, too here. stiff. I get yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, it's like that movie, The Menu, came out, which was obviously like an exaggeration. But there is yeah. like some elements of truth to that of like just how intense it can be. And then I feel like you're more concerned about enjoying the experience right. than actually enjoying yeah. it. Like we're just <laughs> acting right in like a crazy tense right. place. Well, I think that yeah. was like one of my my the biggest takeaways for me from Roberta's was that like you can do both you mm -hmm. can yeah. make really good food but you can be wearing like booty shorts and <laughs> yeah. like totally <laughs> and like yeah high-fiving your friends and yeah. having a great time or be sober unrealistically but yeah that's what I'm saying is like you can have a great time and yeah. make great food that yeah. you're really proud of and people are really enjoying right um and not take yourself so seriously. Totally. Because yeah. even Blanca, I don't, like, it was serious, but, yeah. like, right. it was also a party. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. and you get, like, the customer feels that vibe, too. Like, right. it translates to, like, everyone right. in the place when, when the like, the staff. The fun. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it makes such a difference, I feel like. Um, yeah, so, and then how long were you there for? Six years. So oh, wow. Yeah, towards the end of it, I was... Um, in the pandemic, uh, they had me open a burger yes, spot. Yes, burgies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, we can't oh skip more burgies. Right. <laughs> I remember seeing you sitting the in there, like, stressed out on the computer. Right I was like, what's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, our friends went, but there, yeah. it, was, it was good. I mean, it was, just it was hard literally just the Roberta's Burger. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was great. It was just during, it opened during, or right before COVID? Or how did that? During. During. Yeah, That's and it was so also kind of like, uh, it was a In little bit of a, yeah, yeah. Like you weren't really gonna you're not walking past that place right ever. like it's a, you would have to like take a special trip to I go. had high hopes because it was like literally next door to the van skate park mm. right and I was like I don't know maybe maybe and yeah. was it over there by where Mission Chinese was Kinda. yeah but in a worse spot yeah yeah, yeah. but yes yeah, so you were there for a little bit how long was that project that was like oh, a few months maybe um, I mean, I left Roberta's before it was, before it had closed. Mm. Right. Um, I think it was open maybe, like, less than a year. Because you were, like, really running the operation, weren't you? 
kind of like yeah but it was like pretty i mean it was just making it was like burgers, a, yeah guess. making burgers and a yeah. lot of takeout and it's right. you know right yeah you and it wasn't really even that busy because yeah. it was Right. aforementioned in the yeah. weirdest spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I got on Craigslist, <laughs> and and yeah. it was like the reason. One of the reasons I left Roberta's was because it was just like so many different restaurants and kitchens, and like even within like the Roberta's Bushwick compound, it's right, like right, six different kitchens. Because they're making like the frozen pizzas out of that place too. Aren't yeah, they? there's they the bakery, frozen pizza, takeout. Back kitchen, pizza kitchen. Oh my god! Um, and doing you know scheduling for like four different kitchens. Right, kind of that's a lot. And they have like weddings that happen there randomly and yeah, ca- catering right. also. Yeah. So and like people are spread across all of those different departments. So you're constantly like bartering your cooks with other chefs. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was just kind of like you know what? I just kind of like want to cook some food. Yeah. And like get back to the basics. So I um, got on Craigslist and it was like Otis in Bushwick is hiring, and I was like, Great I was like, which so was good, wild. I yeah. had never heard of it. I mean, it's half a block from the Morgan L. Right. Oh. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, and so I looked up. I was like, oh, this place is super cute. I was like, this, you know, it's like sixty seats. So that's kind of like exactly what I want to do. I want like a small, a smaller restaurant, one where I can be like really hands on. And went and inter- interviewed with them, and they're like, "We're hiring for our spot in Greenpoint." And oh. I was like, "God damn it! Oh like, my god, I don't want to commute to Greenpoint." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "I love a ten-minute commute," right. yeah. you know. Um, and they're like, "Well, you know," and and they're like, "And it's an Indian restaurant." And I was <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> but they're like, "You know, come check it out." So I like I walked into the space, and I was like, "Oh my god, this place is gorgeous." Gorgeous. Yeah. And um, I don't really know what, like, pushed me to make the decision to take the job, but um, both the owners, Scott and Michelle, were, like, super warm, and um, they pretty much let me do whatever I want. Yeah. And so I'm so happy you did because it's, it's so really good. good. It's Thank one of my favorite, for sure, yes. one of my favorite restaurants in all yeah, of the Yeah, for anyone who hasn't been, is like stunning, by the way. Like just walking in, it's got <laughs> that kind of big warehouse vibes. There's plants everywhere. It's like cozy, though. Yeah, it's just cool. Like it just feels cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you. They got what? Michelin? They oh, do. They definitely deserve it. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> this is how you find <laughs> <out>. <laughs> the, the best <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> right. So, did, was the place built when you saw it, or was it just like the empty raw space? Um, it was partially built. So, like the banquettes were in there, and yeah. it, it was mostly built out. So, like S- the kitchen was fully built. So, so <laughs> I gotta imagine these guys from Otis spent a ton of money running this place, building it. And they're finding their head chef on Craigslist. Yeah, <laughs> wait, that's crazy. How did that happen? Like, and you just responded, and they were like, "This is perfect." What it worked. I mean, that, it, it worked. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like, um, that's well, sick that you. I mean, that it all came together like that, right? I yeah, mean, I yeah, I know it's wild. Yeah. Um, so then, were they like? So they're like, okay, this is going to be an Indian restaurant, but then did you come in and design the whole menu, or like, how did that work? So I was like, you know, I really don't have experience with Indian food and they were like okay well just like kind of pitch us something and so I like started you know doing my research and seeing like how many like there are just so many parallels between Mexican food and Indian food Mm -hmm. um and I was like oh well this like really does make sense to me in in that sense yeah um 
Yeah, and so I made this fusion menu, yeah. and uh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, and I it's so good. The thank you. I mean, the best breads and dips in the I world. I can't take credit for the bread. That's that's all our pastry chef. Saying. And uh, isn't there a um, what do you call it? Tandoori. Yeah, yeah. There's a tandoori. Yeah, oh, it's so good. good but I mean, on. the entire menu is just like unreal. Yeah. Um, but so then, I mean, at this point, it's been. How long has it been? Two or three, three years? It's uh, we just celebrated our two year uh, beginning of October. Wow. Congrats! Yeah, thanks. Oh my god! All right, well, here's the he's itching. Here's I can the see new it. tea. <laughs> oh my god! I want the all right. I want the new so, tea. Uh, Jackie, you can uh, make the announcement, but you're not gonna be in there. I'm leaving Nara. <laughs> oh, and guess what? It's gonna be where are you gonna alert go? Alert the Michelin Guide, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there oh, we go. Okay, well, well thanks, you can oh. say it. <laughs> Wait. Um, You're going to Kellogg's Diner? I'm going to Kellogg's Diner. Taking over Kellogg's. Yeah. Wait, is it staying <laughs> Kellogg's? Or you're it's staying Kellogg's. Yeah. Wait, what's so you're just, they're bringing you in and you're just going to like redo everything? Yeah. Okay, so that there's a lot of history wild. with Kellogg's, right? It's sort of yeah, Greek, it's like right? Like, wait, first of all, I've never been there, so I don't. I've you never been to Kellogg's I Diner? Know, I, know. I had <laughs> never been to Kellogg's what? Diner until I got this project. Oh my god, well, it's been around for a hundred years. Maybe that's like my fucking yeah. trend. It's like I don't go to restaurants yeah. and then I start you just working walk there. In. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what this is about. Can I have the job? <laughs> you, oh my god! Did, how did you get this job? First of all, Craigslist. No. no. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like I gotta get on Craigslist. <laughs> no, it's kind of a wild story, and it really uh, attests to, like, how wonderful the owners of Nura are, mm-hmm. Michelle in particular. So Nico, who designed Nura, is going to be designing Kellogg's, oh. and... Um, S- oh, my God, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. The outside, too? or just No, the outside's staying the same. Okay. Um, so, like, all that beautiful chrome trim is staying the same. Yeah. The sign's staying the same, the logo's the same. I mean, it's a very, like, iconic... So Kellogg's is, it's a diner in Williamsburg, but it has a very iconic diner right. look on the outside. And it's been there for how many years? Like almost 100 years. Yeah, right? almost 100 years. Like yeah. What? Or yeah. Like 95 years? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, initially they were just looking for a consulting chef. And Nico, with Michelle's permission, threw my name in the hat. And I was like, yeah, I really want to do that. I really like, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. And um, so it was just going to be for a couple of months. And then, like, the more that I stared at it in the face, I realized, like, this is a massive project. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a massive, massive project. Uh, you know, like a 90-item menu. Whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, including, like, desserts and everything. And that's, yeah. like, a pared-down version of, like, what the original menu was. Oh, my God. This it's like is classic like diner where there's, like, a million pages. Right. In there. Yeah. yeah. So, theor- theoretically, 90 items is one page and <laughs> one page f- of desserts <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. so you're gonna do n- are you gonna is it gonna be a diner i guess yeah yeah, yeah absolutely okay wait wait, hold on i gotta talk <laughs> yeah, keep going, keep so, going. Yeah. so so then michelle one day was just like she's like you should just go to kellogg's and i was like i was like am i getting fired and she uh-uh. was like no she was like it's just a great opportunity for you and my sous chef tajay who's going to be taking over nura like she needed that that space, you yeah. know, and like she couldn't move up if I was there, and um, and she deserves to be running her own restaurant, right? Because right. she's immensely talented mm-hmm. and um, one of the, like the most level-headed chefs I've ever worked with. Um, so she's going to be moving up at Nura. I'm super Tajay Porter. Shut up! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of her. 
And um, and I'm going to be going to Kellogg's for at least a year. Um, and I'm super stoked about it. That's exciting. So it is a, first of all, congrats. Thank yes. you. And I can't wait to go now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> so it is still a diner menu. And did you say it used to have a Greek influence or no? Well, the, the people, from what I understand about Kellogg's Diners, it was Greek owned and then the owner like passed away a few years ago and his wife has been running it, Irene. Oh. Um, and she's been running it for the past like three years. And he passed away a little bit like young, I think. So oh, this is sort sad. of like, and she took it over as like this mother of like four. And, and I think it's just probably been a lot for her to handle it. Um, but well, I know it's it changed hands a few times. But yeah, most recently, um, this guy named Luis purchased it. Okay, like when when it closed recently. So even like very recently. Very recently. Got it. Okay. And he's the one who brought me on. I see. Uh, he has a number of diners. His story is also incredible. Um, Next guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luis. He started out like moved here, and had, you know he was like fourteen. Started out as like a delivery boy type thing at a restaurant, and essentially like moved his way up, and now he has like I don't even know like. Seven diners. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All in New York? Yeah. Do you know what, what are some of the other ones that he has? Um Capelia. Okay. Um there's one called Old John's and I honestly don't know the rest. I'm like <laughs> I know, I'm trying to think of Capelia. I'm not even sure. So um it's in the city. Yeah. I I've been there before, but I it was like years ago. So he started from delivery guy, now he's That's amazing. Big boss. Yeah, taking over Kellogg Diner. And Big boss. Yeah. yeah. So what are the like hours gonna be if it is a diner. Is it gonna be like all day into the it's night? It's still gonna be twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Which that is, is great. Wild. Yeah. I mean, great for the location, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um eventually they're gonna have like a like there's like a whole rooftop. There's it, a rooftop of Kellogg's? Yeah. Oh, oh my shit. god. Yeah. There's That's like, wild. Yeah. So um, gonna put they're seats like up there? Yeah, yeah. The 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 goal is to like have multiple operating bars like maybe like a uh like a private event space and like m you know maybe host shows on the roof like yeah. that, that type of thing yeah i'm also trying to get a smoker so i can smoke my own brisket oh, oh my god yeah. which is incredible. the most exciting yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> well the last That'd guest that we had on kareem has been doing comedy shows in the back room of oh yeah yeah, <laughs> I, you know what? You're, you're not the only person who's told me about this guy. Yeah. I need to meet him. Oh, yeah. my God. I can't believe yeah. you guys. It seems like you guys would have met, but that's. I know. Yeah. Um, wait, so that's so exciting. So you're going to do smoke brisk. What else is going to be on the menu? You're going to redo this 90 okay, item menu. So um, I don't know how controversial this is going to be, but it's actually going to be Let's get it. a Mexican Tex-Mex menu. Oh, shit. Yeah. When they asked me to do that, I was like, fuck yes. Like Wait, absolutely. Okay. No but wonder why diner you food. Yeah. Right. yeah. Is that there makes gonna sense be like, you would have like, like eggs and stuff in the morning? Like that kind of classic, like No, we're not doing any eggs, actually. Wait, actually. Are you just kidding. Me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Double yeah, eggs? We're doing <laughs> eggs. Yeah. yeah, no, we're doing eggs, but I also like I I'm really stoked about doing like South Texas, like Breakfast tacos, which are just like yes. massive, and like the tortillas are like see through. Yeah. Um, I haven't nailed the recipe yet. I can't, I need to get more fat into them. But yeah. We have been talking about just like the Texas breakfast tacos and how for good they years. are and how yeah. no one has them around here for so long. I'm yeah. so yeah. stoked about that. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Yellow Rose does a really good version of okay. them too. And 
Um, but I, there are very few places that, that do them in New York. Yeah. 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 Surprisingly. Will a lot of the menu items that are on there, that huge list, remain somewhat similar, like in terms of like classic breakfast things, or is it all going to uh, be re- redone completely? I mean, there's still going to be like waffles and pancakes and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, but like I'm going to do like um, masa pancakes and oh stuff like yeah. traditional and yum. Um, there will be a couple of things that don't really change. Like the waffle, I was like, I don't know, how much masa can I put on this right. menu? Right. You know, I was yeah. like, I'll just leave the waffle. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> yeah. But that was like one of the things I struggled with when I came onto this project. I was like, I was like literally like polling the the service staff and some of the regulars. I was like, all right, what's your favorite thing on the menu? Like, what can't I get rid of? You yeah. know, was, and people were like, the penne alla vodka. And I was like, okay, actually, <laughs> never mind. Oh my God. You know? <laughs> Wait, so it's going to be like, because if it is 24 hours, are you going to have like the dinner food on there too? Or is it going to be like breakfast focus? So like, there are m- multiple menus. There's like a brunch menu. There's the all day menu. Oh my God. I guess also all night menu. Um, yeah, um, but there's, like, you know, a section for, like, breakfast food. There's a section for, like, more daytime entrees. Yeah. There's the side section, the soup and salad section. Soup and salad. Oh, my the, God, I'm so excited. Yeah. But we're shooting to open late January, which wow. is... that's not oh far God. at all. I, I fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, no way. two or three months away. Oh, my well, God. Well, so they're going to redo the inside? They're going to, like... the constr- Is it open right now? Yet? It's open right now. They actually did change the menu over to... Um, reflect like it it's more along the lines with the other diners that louis owns okay um and it's quite good yeah it's really good um but it's more like you know uh, a a classic like spread of diner food so there's yeah. like pot pie and there's also like shrimp and grits and then there's right. also like the penne alla vodka yeah um the penne alla vodka they're not letting that go huh <laughs> i really like personal like, vendetta um, how, do they, how do the like og people who have been there for a long time feel about just the whole change are they cool with it like i think i mean i think Luis is doing it in the right way and that he's like doing it in stages and like really giving people like time to understand the transition yeah. right um and you know like as much as is it's important to like try to like really make sure that those people feel happy and comfortable and whatever like the restaurant was failing right you yeah. know what i mean i mean before Luis took it over right. it was really like you know you talked about kellogg's diner you're like oh yeah that food sucks yeah you yeah. know um this will be an amazing new moment for it. i feel like it's gonna blow up now now that you're gonna be there for the scared. new menu yeah. No, it's gonna be amazing. So, what are they gonna do on the inside? They're gonna make it like diner looking, or is it? Gonna I be totally honestly different? don't know. Every time yeah. I talk to to Nico, the the designer, he's like, he like, he just talks to me about like the color of the terrazzo <laughs> on the floor and like nothing else. And I'm like, it's green. All right, there's some green. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I trust him. He he's got like a incredible eye for design. It's gonna be beautiful cool. and delicious. Um, Should we hit some rapid fire things real fast? Sure. Like five okay. Clapped in. I have three rapid fire questions. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Little stinker or bee sting? Uh, little stinker. Okay, Whoa. I like that. Uh, yeah. I'm a bee sting guy, but whatever. Okay, <laughs> smash burger or like regular size burger? Oh, um, depends on the occasion. I'm going to say smash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then last one for me, pancakes or waffles? Neither. <gasps> I'm a savory, savory breakfast girl. Oh. Savory crepes, maybe? All right, fine. (laughs) All right, right, I got a couple too. 
Microwaves, yay or nay? Um, yay. Yeah. I feel like microwaves are coming like back in the I mean, uh, not professionally, but uh, yeah. every single mom needs a microwave. True. I, I yeah. mean, I'm looking at like David Chang on TikTok. Oh, true. He well, uses a microwave for everything. We like, sell that product. What's the product? David Chang has a product. I forget what it's called, but it's like a bowl that you're meant to cook things in the microwave in. We sell it. It's a glass bowl. <laughs> it <laughs> is. That's literally what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, pineapple on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> David Chang is so smart. Oh my God. I know. Um, yes. Agree. Yes. Okay. Let's see what else I got. Plant-based meats. I don't have enough experience to say yes or no. Fair enough. Is um, there a purpose? I don't know. What about fancy cocktail bars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, as much time as I've spent in uh, dive bars, I'm really such a snooty bitch now. Really? really? Yeah, 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 What's yeah, your yeah. favorite fancy cocktail bar? Um, Attaboy's great. Yeah. 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 Um, I love Maison Premier. Yeah. yeah Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Gin or vodka martini? Vodka. Interesting. Vodka, a whisper dirty. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's a whisper. Like just that? a little bit of olive juice. Well, That's like kind of a Robertus <laughs> thing, actually. Is it, it? It is a Robertus thing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's where we learned about Bud Ice, which yeah. is ice and Budweiser with a lemon. <laughs> 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 That's a Robertus thing. Specialty. <laughs> All right. All yeah. Right. There's like a whole vernacular that came out of Robertus. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. I don't have much else, but I just wanted to like give you a sec to shout out any of your friends. I feel like you've got a squad of like chef friends, like. You know, like Yara's out here doing Hellbender, oh yeah, yeah. and you got Sola, and I, I don't know. I'm like, is or there anyone you want to highlight? Or just anything you want to shut up? Yeah, or anything you want to share? Yeah. I mean, we did the Kellogg's hype, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are so many phenomenal female chefs in New York City right now. Um, I mean, have always been, right? right? Yeah. But, like, I feel like there's this, like, wave of um, chefs that I, I really admire, like Yara, obviously Sola, like you just said. Um, my friend Ryoko, who I mentioned earlier, is running Marlowe and, um, and Diner. Um, and then Tajay, my sous chef at, at Nura, just incredible, incredible chefs. Um, shout out everyone. Shout out, shout out everyone. Over. Shout out Telly at Hags. Shout out, mm -hmm. you know. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. Love it. <laughs> um, I the actually do this like dinner this. For, um, for female chefs in New York that um, I'm trying to plan another one right now. It's really hard to, yeah. <laughs> to do at this point of time in my life. But, um, yeah, it's usually, like, 50, 50 women. And oh, my God. Together. 50? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. And this next time, I mean, what, like, the list I have just keeps, like, growing and growing yeah. and growing. Yeah. But, like, because people, like, want to nominate, you know, or bring friends or whatever. Right. Nominate sounds so official. <laughs> 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 they want to bring fucking friends. <laughs> um, I mean, 50 yeah. people, you're getting friends. Yeah, that's official. I don't even, yeah. Where do you, I don't even know, like, where you could do that. Um, the first one we did it in Queens at a Korean restaurant, and then the last one, we did it at Marlowe and Sons. Oh, nice. It was really fun. That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember at your birthday at Turk's Inn, I was, like, shook by how much food was there. I was like, you must know every chef in the whole. fucked up. <laughs> <It's really laughs> fucked up. I <laughs> felt bad. There was so much food. It was, like, everyone who works at every cool restaurant oh brought, my God, like, a dude. huge yeah. spread. I was like, this is amazing. God. Yeah, that was, that was a fun party. <laughs> that huh? was a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice to have chef friends. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you so much for coming. It's and yes. fun. Shout out to your next journey at Kellogg's Diner. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. 
Oh, one more thing. My last day at Nura is uh, the 21st. I'm going to be doing a pop-up. I don't know what the menu is yet. Probably Mexican food. Nice. Um, maybe some brisket tamales. I don't know what. Yeah. Is it going to be uh, um, reservations? Can people book yeah, to yeah. go to that? Buy tickets, that kind of thing. But cool. it's going to be a party. Amazing. Yes. Well, so. cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers. After all gone. Thank you. <laughs> 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 all right. So wrap. Right. Feel good? Feel good? Oh, sh- Julia, come on. What about this suit? All right, buddy, <laughs> bully <laughs> me. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. Please like and subscribe Please. to this podcast <laughs> so we can keep doing it. So oh, Alex Fellows so Alex. doesn't cancel us. The CEO is watching this. If you don't <laughs> yeah. subscribe, we're toast. So please. Uh.